CES Wednesday. We have so many cool, diverse people from different backgrounds, different beliefs, different upbringings, and it just keeps growing. I feel it in my I'm a citizen of the United States. I'm a hustler. I'm a big Taylor Swift fan. I'm the queen of the tribe. I am playing whatever role I gotta play. I'm gonna play this game for speed. I ain't going down like no punk. A new Survivor, Wednesday on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus. From the world of Sonic the Hedgehog, a new hero arrives. I am ready. Is there anyone stronger? No. Ha! Tougher? No. Funnier? I do not make jokes. I make warriors. Knuckles, now streaming only on Paramount+. Plus. Yes! And just got in my car to find out Ashton Bethel Roman has gotten out of his national letter of intent. So, that sucks. What's up, everybody? This is Trey Biddy with Hogsports.com coming to you from the southeast corner of Donald W. Reynolds Razorback Stadium, right over where the Burles kids sit. This is the view the Burles kids get for Razorback football games. Now, this isn't like a reactionary walk and talk or anything. I just thought in lieu of doing a studio show today, I'd just come out here. I just got done talking to a sports journalism class here at the university and uh, just thought I'd pop over here to the stadium. Saw it was open and uh, do a little walk and talk for you guys. Just not reactionary, just to kind of talk about some things on my mind, really. Uh, so just kind of wanted to touch on football recruiting a little bit because we're about to wrap up a really important period. It's the contact period right now. Coaches have been out visiting recruits and, um, you know, getting to know guys and stuff like that, particularly for the 2025 class. There's really no reason to go out and talk to 2024 recruits because, I mean, that class is wrapped up. They're not signing anybody in the 2024 class who's not already, I guess, on board, um, you know, aside from any transfers or anything like that. So that wraps up actually February 3rd, and you got a one-day quiet period on February 4th. Now, coaches have also been having junior days. They've had four junior days this month or last month, and uh, they're going to do a virtual, kind of a virtual visit here uh, this weekend. So. Um, that, that cycle is pretty much ending up, uh, wrapping up. We got National Signing Day on February 7th. Uh, the dead period starts February 4th. So it's a month long dead period you get February 4th. And then uh, right after that, at the start of March, you've got a quiet period that opens up again. And that basically is gonna run through April 14th. So throughout you know, spring break, throughout basically throughout spring football. So that's a good time. A quiet period means that recruits can come and visit you on campus, but you can't go visit them off campus. That's the definition of a quiet period. It doesn't have anything to do with like phone calls or anything like that. So there'll be a lot of prospects coming up and visiting during that time, obviously, uh, but coaches can't go on the road. And then you have spring football. I've kind of talked about the calendar a little bit, how I expect things to play out. I think you've got, uh, you know, I think March 7th will be the start date. They'll hold five practices before spring break. So leading up to about March 14th, they'll uh, have those five practices, then they'll go on spring break, and then it'll be every Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, all the way up until about April 13th, which is what I'm expecting the red-white game to be. Pretty much covered that in another walk and talk, I know. But uh, the another important time coming up after that, starting on, I believe, April 15th, is another quiet period, excuse me, another contact period. So the contact period at that point, you get 140 days all the way up until May 25th. So you get 140 days, and I'll explain what that means exactly, uh, to go out and visit prospects. So a day is basically the time when one coach is out on the road. I bet there's a lot of people who are out here who haven't seen this concourse area in the south end zone. You can see, you know, they've got former All-SEC, All-Americans and stuff. There's Darren McFadden. 
of course, Leo DeSera, Stan Hampton, Billy Ray Smith, Felix Jones over there. It's a good spot. It's a good spot to be in. Ken Hamlin. So you've got 140 days to go out and visit recruits. So if you send seven coaches out on one day, say on April 17th, you send uh, seven coaches out, that counts as one day. So, or excuse me, that counts as one day for each coach. So that's seven days in one day if that makes sense. So 140 days, you can knock out seven days in one day, you know, if you sent seven coaches out on that day. So, um, you know, that's just kind of how that works. It's a, an important time because you really start to see a lot of commitments then. I think two of Arkansas's uh, highest rated commitments actually pledged to Arkansas in April. June and July is also a very busy month for recruiting uh, when you see uh, a lot of commitments roll in. It didn't used to be like that. Back, you know, 10, 15 years ago, it was like, you know, you'd get half your class during the, during the football season, and then you get the other half, you know, a little bit later, uh, you know, kind of in December and especially January, and now you don't really get any recruits in January anymore. Here's a look straight on from the south end zone. Surprise, probably don't want me in it. There you go. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. <laughs> Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast wherever you get your podcasts. That's a look from these seats over here. These are good seats right here. I've sat here plenty of times before I was uh, in sports media. So that's pretty much the recruiting calendar that's coming up. Uh, it's a very important time. The, the, the calendar has changed a lot. You know, like June and July used to kind of be quiet months for Danny West. But if you want to follow like kind of all the stuff that's going on with who coaches are visiting and, and that kind of stuff, I believe Marcus Wimberly recently was visited. Uh, then you can go to Hog Sports and read all that stuff, hawgsports.com. Just $1 right now for your first month as we get kind of close to football season. Now, basketball. Obviously great to see them get a win on Saturday, or excuse me, on Wednesday. Man, these days are running together, I can tell you that. Um, I've been quite busy. I saw 2.51 a.m. last night was the last number I saw before my head hit the pillow. Uh, but basket, and, and it's just because they won, you know, I wanted to put out a lot of content, you know, so uh, finally won. Uh, first road win of the year, 91-84. I believe that's the score. I should know it, I've written it so many times. Uh, in Columbia, Missouri's not a very good basketball team. You know, people hadn't just been smacking them around like Arkansas kind of did for a while there. But uh, so I don't know that like you can take it and say like, oh, everything's better now. They've changed everything. They fixed it because there's still a lot of things to uh, 
to fix with this team, and it doesn't just mean like everything's everything's going to be better. You know, I thought it was cool they had Keon Minifield out there with Layden Blocker at the same time, and you know, a lot of people might say, well, they they found they found their starting five with this group, you know, and, and I like the group that they had out there. I love that Makai Mitchell is really starting to turn things around and be really even better than he was last year. I mean, he had a career game on his birthday. His birthday he turned 24. Shout out to Mikel Mitchell also, who's at Little Rock. Uh, it was his birthday yesterday also, obviously. So, uh, but, you know, with Jalen Graham, who had a, had a really nice game, had like three blocks, four assists, I believe, 13 points, and fouled out with five minutes left. And Chandler Lawson did some good things. Yeah, I thought it was a good group to have out there. I just don't know that it's practical, like when you play a team like LSU, you know, where the off guard is going to be like 6-6, to have Blocker and Minifield out there at the same time. Uh, with Missouri, you know, their, their guards were, were shorter, so it, it kind of fit what they were doing. Love seeing the points in the paint. What was it, 56 to 30 or something? I mean, Musselman, Musselman's mandate. You know, if you're out there shooting a bunch of three-pointers, if you're shooting a bunch of three-pointers, you're gonna get yanked and probably not go back in the game. So the players adhered to that. Uh, there's been a lot of rumors going around with basketball, obviously. Some of it's annoying, you know, with Musselman, I don't think that the guy is going to just like be at Arkansas for the, you know, his entire coaching career. I, I think I would love that. I would love if he was at Arkansas his entire coaching career. I think that uh, I think he's a hell of a coach. I really do. I think Arkansas is lucky to have him. And you know, in this time, you know, there are times like when I'm watching basketball games and things aren't going well, and and I get it. Like fans are frustrated and upset, and they want to win. The expectations were really high this season. But there are times where I just want to go, and, it, and it's kind of like quiet and Bud Walton. I want to just go, like, man, right now would be a good time for a hog call, like something to energize them. And I kind of feel like that off the field, off the court, a little bit too, like. Man, it'd be a good time right now for a hog call. Show Eric Musselman, you know, how much you support him and how much you appreciate him. And I know most fans out there do. It's just, you know, a vocal group that that is frustrated. And I get it, I totally get frustrated and getting mad and, you know, having emotions and stuff. This is an emotional sport. Uh, I don't like seeing Daniel Musselman get on Twitter and address, you know, things about like, you know, her daughter getting asked questions, you know, as an eighth grader at school about, you know, all kinds of salacious rumors and um, stuff that's just really ridiculous and, and just kind of a you fill the void of victories with salacious rumors lately um, but Musselman's not going to be at Arkansas and but I think you know a long time you know for his entire career I should say um, I, I don't have any evidence to say that it, like all the rumors that you know Arizona State or UCLA or all that stuff hell Mick Cronin at UCLA what is they won like 30 something games last year and went to the Sweet 16 and I believe went to Sweet 16 before that went to the Final Four before that I mean He's having a bad year. It's not that different than what Musselman is doing at Arkansas right now. So I just kind of feel like now would be a good time for a hog call, you know? Like, let them know. Let them know that you appreciate them, you know? I just, I hate when it gets negative like this. And again, I understand there was high expectations for this season. I just, at the same time, feel like, man, maybe it would be a good time to right now when things aren't going so well, Razorback fans to show them how much you appreciate them and how much you love them because Eric Musselman's the greatest Arkansas basketball coach in a quarter century, and it's not even close. It's not even close. When you talk about, you know, it's been a long time since they've had like teams back-to-back finishing the AP top 25, or, um, you know, Nolan Richardson's the only guy that's ever led him to three straight Sweet 16 appearances. He did it four times, you know, obviously won the national championship in that time too. But, uh, you know, Nolan Richardson is the standard, and Musselman just, the guy gets it. He checks all the boxes to me. Uh, and he's having a crappy year, you know, and, but it's nice to win. It, maybe they can build off that. I don't, you don't look at the Missouri game and say like, 
they've got it figured out. This is this is the answer, but it's a win, and they they could have lost, right? Um, but I do feel like they they kind of came out there and showed you, you know, like, hey, we're out here to battle. We're still competing. We're getting things figured out. Things aren't going, you know, the way we want to, but we're still battling. We're still working to figure things out. And Musselman's going to do that because, uh, as I said before, he's you know borderline insane, OCD you know, obsessive about every detail. And that's what you want in a basketball coach. You run Eric Musselman out of here, I can almost guarantee you're probably gonna get somebody worse. You may get a good coach, but you're not gonna get probably the same guy that Eric Musselman is. Um, so appreciate it why it's here. That's just my opinion. You're welcome to have a different opinion. I know a lot of you probably out there do, uh, but I also, you know, have been around this program the last 20 years. Um, professionally, not even counting like the days where I would lay on my bed and stay still in the 90s if things started going well. <laughs> Back in Sheridan, shout out to Sheridan Yellow Jackets. So that's just my take on basketball. Football, right around the corner here. Obviously, uh, I think the quarterback battle is about the biggest topic, but you know, everybody that's uh, on board, there's 17 recruits and what is it, 14? Heck, I can't even remember the exact number of transfers that they brought in, um, but they're getting pretty close to about an even number of transfer guys and uh, and recruits. But all but four of the recruits are going to be here, and all the transfers are going to be here for spring football. How exciting is that? Like, yeah, the football team isn't winning. It's been a disappointment, but there is some excitement a little bit about starting spring football, a new era in a lot of ways with a quarterback battle, Jacoby Criswell. Taylor Green, Malachi Singleton, possibly as a dark horse. And by the way, we get to look at freshmen. We get KJ Jackson in here, so uh, who is a four-star recruit? So I think there's some reasons to be anxious about what's coming up with spring football and be excited about it. And even though they're coming off of four wins, which, you know, you guys have seen these walking talks before, you know, I get just as disappointed as anybody. And Bobby Petrino, Bobby Petrino's back out there. How will this story end? Will this story end and it just not working out? And, you know, this was Bobby Petrino's, the end of his story, the end of, you know, I don't know if you say it's a chapter because the chapter ended a long time ago. So is this the closing of the book? Is this it for Bobby Petrino? Uh, things just didn't go right and everybody gets fired and, you know, we start anew again. Is that, is that how the story's gonna go or is, is it gonna be revived? Is, uh, is the offense gonna get right? Is the defense gonna be similar to how it was last year before, you know, the last quarter of the season or so before they kind of let go of the rope? A lot of questions to be answered. A lot of position battles coming up. Offensive line, still work to be done in the transfer portal. As disappointing as Razorback sports have been, you know, and baseball's coming up and, you know, you can almost, you almost feel like you can just kind of count on baseball. Like, please don't, please don't do it. You know, please don't let us down. We deserve it. We do deserve it. Every, you guys, you des I deserve to cover a winning football team and basketball team and baseball team, and you guys deserve to enjoy that as well as fans. Um, it's, it's just absolutely ridiculous, the, the state of the programs right now, uh, that you can't, you can't field, you know, competitive teams. <laughs> and this is all we've got is, you know, is Razorbacks, right? I mean, a lot of you, you know, there's Cowboys fans and stuff like that out there. I get it, but, you know, this is, this is who we've got. So... Here's the better things ahead, starting with spring football. We'll see how things shake out. Anyway, wasn't gonna do the studio show today because I went and spoke at uh, the university. Had a lot of other things on my plate, obviously. And um, yeah, I just figured I'd come out here and do it walk and talk style. 
Maybe we'll do more of these. I don't know. People seem to always ask me, like, do more walking talks. And I'm like, well, yeah, but if I do more, then you won't want them so much, right? They're at a premium. So maybe we'll do more of these. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what you guys think of it. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining me. This has been Trey Biddy with hogsports.com. Non-reactionary walking talk. Sign up at Hog Sports if you haven't done so already, guys. We got so much content coming out. Spring football's right on the horizon. I mean, you know you're gonna want the inside information. So nobody delivers it like Hog Sports. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining me. This has been Trey Biddy with Hogsports.com. We'll catch you next time. Should you ever set foot outside of the hotel, you will be shot. Don't miss the new Showtime limited series based on the international bestseller. For the last four years, I've been a prisoner. Why are they keeping you here? Starring Emmy Award winner Ewan McGregor. This is the brave new world that you dreamt of. Be very careful. You are still a prisoner here. Everything in this new world comes at cost. This is still my country. A Gentleman in Moscow, now streaming on Paramount Plus, only with the Paramount Plus with Showtime plan.